This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support. This is Catherine Switzer, and you're listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 180 of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I am your now no longer coughing co-host, Dana. You're feeling better? I am feeling feeling better. better? And yeah, yeah, thank you everybody who reached out. I I know this, I think, might have been one of only two weeks in the last four plus years that we haven't put out an episode. Mm. We, We did miss when the hurricane hit. Irma. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. So for those that don't know, we've we've had a heck of a lot of traveling in the last couple of weeks. Wow. Yes. We we fabulously lucky to do so. We got to leave Florida for the first time since December of 2019. And boy, did we. Yeah. We really couldn't have picked a point further in the United States. So we ended up in Alaska. We did. And we have so much that we're going to be bringing you from Alaska. Can't wait to share the that. The Run Fest. But I think first we have to wrap up our summer series. We do. So after Alaska, we flew back and we went right into our trip to Orlando. Yes. To finish up the Run Disney Summer Virtual Series. We did. And after that, last week we were supposed to have the episode out. I got... I started getting a little sick. Yeah. And of course, you know, in this day and age, you can't just get sick. You have to, you know, jump through every hoop. So I had to go through all of our our protocols at work. Of course. To confirm that it was just good old fashioned sick. Of course. Not the new sick. We have to be safe. So um, I did lose my voice a little bit and had to, you know, take, you know, antibiotics and all that stuff. But I'm feeling better, so here we are. I'm glad. And I'm glad that everybody was was so kind to reach out. Thank you. I'm I'm doing great. In fact, I've even been been running a little bit and getting out yeah. there, so Yeah. Yeah. So, I've been trying to take care of you. Yes. And I don't envy you that job. Well, uh you're It's easy. No one's you, ever called me an easy patient. You're just handsome, so yeah. it's easy. And I, I just can't wait to talk about run Disney with our people. Yes. I can't wait to talk about Alaska in the coming weeks. Yes. And, well, I mean, we have so much coming up as well. We have the Smokies. So shout out to everybody in the Runcation Nation that's headed to the Smokies and shout out to everybody who has been racing this weekend as we record this is Labor Day mm-hmm. and positively Polly one who is Jojo that's her handle on Instagram is positively Polly one she did what was it the Cotton Row 10k and she sported her runny drink podcast gear Love that. That is so cool. And uh, it sounds so funny, but it gives us such a lift to see photos of you guys in your, in your running drink podcast swag. We absolutely love it. And anytime we see those pictures, we're Amy will will screenshot and text me or, you know, she'll, she'll tag me or tag the podcast and I'll see it. It's just super cool. So uh, JoJo was sporting her red tank top, red the color, red the color, red the color, (laughs) red the color. And Cheryl, Cheryl shenanigans was sporting the green one. 
as she went 19.3 miles. Ooh. And that distance, man. That, I mean, 19.3, that's the combination of the 10K and the half marathon if you do like a run Disney challenge right. uh, at a, an actual live race weekend. So she was just killing it. And let me just tell you that the fuel, Uncrustables and beer, you're winning, my friend. <laughs> you are winning. It's great. You know, each of those things taken separately it don't sound too bad. I don't know that I would necessarily come well, I don't know that she did it in, like, in succession, or but I just... Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, I love. Oh, yeah. And uh, also beer. This, um, this run powered by beer. I, I'm, yeah. I'm on board. So Totally on board. And, and then It's Me Fun Size Jen also completed a challenge... A rock and roll, what is it, the remix challenge, and posted some pictures about that. Yeah. So shout out to everybody. I I think Dawn was sporting her runny drink podcast gear as well. Love it. And so everybody, I I hope I didn't leave anybody out. I tried to catch them all as I was nursing this man back to health, full health. Yeah, I'm. I, like I said, I'm not the easiest Mwah. patient in the world. I've been trying uh, <laughs> our patron, Josh, who yes. um, is Midnight Wolf 308 on Instagram. Mm -hmm. He put together a workout program for me, and understanding, you know, that, that I was wanting to to you know hit the hit the weights in addition to doing the running as I am retackling the 75 hard challenge, mm -hmm. and I started doing his workout right as I was starting to get a little under the weather yeah. and I, so I, I had just enough exposure to that to make me realize that i'm i'm going to be be cursing his name for some time to come but but bart yasso says as we just visited him in alaska mm -hmm. or we just came to the same race weekend with bart bart says you know just never have a workout named after you right Right, I may I may name this one after Josh. So oh, you yeah. pony up the name, and then we'll yeah, curse his name. I, I've got to figure it out. We'll curse the name, or you know what I mean. So now that <laughs> now that I'm I'm back, you know, <laughs> mostly a hundred hundred ish percent. Uh, this week I'll be starting back into that full tilt, and yeah. you know, um, instead of doing two a day runs, I'll be doing doing my two a day workouts. But one will be a run, one will be a lift. Josh has brought balance to the force. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. I, it, he may be pushing me straight to the dark side because the, <laughs> the first day of, of going through his workout, I was I was smoked. Well, I mean, it was it was no joke. He's and, done his job, and that was modifying it because we were trying to work out at the at the hotel, and yes. the hotel doesn't quite have all the the same gear ah, that you need. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm in trouble, but you, it's all gonna pay off. You did it. It's all going to pay off. So it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, any updates that you want to give? Updates. Yeah, your training updates, your running updates. Any, I'm, anything you want to let people know about? I'm still trying to support you in this 75 hard challenge. I'm trying to drink the gallon of water. I'm trying to. You're a trooper. Do the two workouts. Although I'm not doing two runs, I'm doing. Like Josh brought you balance, I'm trying to do yoga or some other type of workout and the running that our coach, America's coach, Jeff Galloway, has assigned me to get ready to be successful at the Smokies. Yes. So that is what I've been focusing on. Cadence drills, acceleration gliders, making the distance that he assigns on the long weekend run. And I... I'm trying to meet every goal, and we will see what the course and the 5K bring this weekend. Yeah, I'm very, very curious as to how that's going to shake out there with the course and the weather. Yeah. Um, listening to the Vacation Racers folks on their corporate podcast, they they talk about it, and they say that it's still pretty warm. So I don't think that we're going to be yeah. getting the, the break in the weather like we got for Alaska. But So uh, I shouldn't pack jackets. Probably not. I mean, you might want to have one just in case, but I think that it's going to be a warm weather run <sighs> that we have to look forward to. This is an exaggerated sigh. Only slightly exaggerated. <sighs> 
Okay. But that's what's coming up. But let's talk a little bit about um, what's coming up on the show today. Yay! We alluded to it. We did say. Um, Yay! We are finishing up the Disney Run Disney Virtual Series. Indeed. That celebrates the Lion King. Yes, in all its various forms. And the very last one happens to be dedicated to the reimagined classic from 2019. Some people call that the live action. I think that you have to. That's what you call it. Well, you got a lot of people call it that, but you got to remember that's not really live action. It's a whole lot of CGI. Oh, yeah. So, So. yeah, the reimagined classic. (laughs) And we're done with that series at this point. And maybe someday we'll see the medals. Eventually. They've been very good about that in the past. Oh, yes. We just have to wait for them. We just have to wait for them to eventually show up. Yes. But, you know, like we have historically done, we do our best to do the Run Disney Virtual Series at Disney. And this was no exception. We decided to take our runs on the road and we went up and did it at Disney. And while we were there, we also had some amazing food and beverage. We did. Yes. Featured a place you've been looking forward to for a long time. I've been trying to get there, you know, been just trying, trying, trying to get in. And success this weekend, we were able to have breakfast at Kona Cafe at the Polynesian Resort. Very nice. And so excited. We do have a lot to talk about there with some uh, fan favorites. It did live up to the hype. Oh, well. The food segment's going to be interesting because we have a fan favorite that was very well-hyped and something that's much less well-known for those that might be wanting to eat plant-based. Yay! And then for drinks, because we had the unique opportunity to dine at the Kona Cafe, we found on the menu some stuff that is absolutely worth mentioning here in our drink segment. So we're going to be doing drink segments at the Kona Cafe as well. Yes, all things Kona Cafe today. Buckle up. Here we go. Yay! Let's talk running. Let's talk running. The reimagined classic from 2019 celebrates the Lion King and one of my favorite all-time characters, you know, if you've listened for any length of time to this show. It's Rafiki. She is absolutely, like, nuts for Rafiki. She I loves love the character. Him. We we went to Disney once, went out to, you know, where the Rafiki character meet was and I've got pictures of her hugging him. I love him. My favorite picture is of you and Rafiki though. Because you're looking at each other at just the right time and you look so happy and it's just it, it's like the picture of happiness. Well, it's kind of hard to be in a bad mood when you're hanging out at Disney. Right. And that is a pretty cool character. Yeah. And this version, before we get into the run, we can talk yeah. about the movie a little bit. Sure. This is, like I said, this is the one that people refer to as the live action version of The Lion King. It yeah. certainly looks like it. And we hadn't seen it until just recently, very recently. After we ran. Yeah. We decided we should probably watch the movie. Let's pony up. I think that they did a really interesting thing with this movie what do you mean i think that they were very smart they didn't make broad sweeping changes oh i see what you mean they basically created a shot for shot redo of the original with minor tweaks you know less with they recast the voice actors except for mufasa they had james earl jones do that voice i love it you know they they re did all of the music with new artists, Mm. but they didn't make huge changes to this. And I think that it was very respectful of the original. And I I thought that they did a really nice job with it. Yes. I would say there were subtle differences in some of the scripting and some of the jokes, Mm -hmm. but I really, I didn't think that I would like, all the CG and I didn't think it would have the same kind of feel with those kinds of effects, Mm -hmm. but I think it, it did. I mean, the cartoon is always my favorite, right? But this was a very well done version and I didn't expect it to be this good, to be honest. 
I, I, I was going to say, I, I everything was a very pleasant surprise because mm-hmm. I, I really was giving this movie side eye. Like this is <laughs> you're just, like I'm not even going to watch it. This is a shameless cash grab trying to cash in on on you know folks of our ages, you know uh, nostalgia. And honestly, I think that they did a really nice job in modernizing the animation. Yeah. Bringing in some new artists to do very, again, very respectful mm-hmm. um, reinterpretations of the songs. Yes. Without changing them drastically. Mm-hmm. But again, I just personally think that the original, the original music is going to be something that you can't touch. I also love the artwork on the metal oh yeah i mean i know we haven't talked about the course and what we've done we're getting there to a, to earn or achieve the completion of the series earn the medal etc the accomplishment the accomplishment but i really like the medal that we ran for because it has rafiki on it yeah i mean this is basically the moment where he's holding simba up <sighs> and presenting him to the animals at pride rock yes like this is the heir to the throne this is the moment everybody see him it's and i like that it's the bronzish color the bronze and the black are the overriding colors and you still have some yellow and red in the run disney virtual 5k text but it's just a year. little splash of color. Just a little splash, but I think that this is just, it's very well done. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I think this is just gorgeous, and it really rounds out the the three for the races. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, the fact that, again, for a virtual series, you're getting these medals that I would be happy going to run a race at Disney that they're hosting, not that we're bringing up there, <laughs> and receiving this at the end. I think that would be fantastic. These are, oh, are so high quality. I think each one in the series, now that, we, now that we've completed all three, I think they capture the spirit of each version very well. You know, from the, the classic to the Broadway musical to the reimagined classic. Absolutely. That's and then the bonus medal, the virtual challenge medal. I I just I like that it's the simple drawing. The simple drawing. It's like the glyph that was on the um on the tree. On the tree that Rafiki erases when they can't when Simba's gone away and then he re reclaims and rediscovers as Simba returns or right. as he knows that Simba is going to return and I just, it's, it's very, because it's carried through all of the versions, mm-hmm. that whole moment, very symbolic. Oh, absolutely. In, in the circle of life, as mm-hmm. it were. Yeah, look at you bringing it, bringing it all back. So I've talked about the bling. Yes. I just put that right up front. We talked about the movie. We talked about the <laughs> bling. Like we said, we like to bring these races back to Disney and run them somewhere on property. We decided to revisit a property that we did a Disney Virtual Race series run at a few years ago. Marvel, 80 Years of Marvel, the third in the series. It was the same time of year. And this time we stayed there. We did. We had dinner reservations when we ran the 80 Years of Marvel. But this time, this time, we stayed there. At the Grandestino Tower at Coronado Springs. Yes, and that is courtesy of Mike Rallman, host of the Be Our Guest podcast and senior travel agent at the Magic for Less Travel. So shout out to him for hooking us up with a great weekend. Yeah, Mike did a phenomenal job at really taking care of everything from soup to nuts. Not a sponsor of the show. No. Just absolutely fantastic. A great time, yeah. and we we couldn't have had a, a better trip. The resort, I think, is a great place for people that maybe want to do runcationing, or if they're wanting to have a Disney vacation and they want to know where can I stay that's going to have a nice running path. Right. This is 
one of the places I would say is a must consider? I think it celebrates Florida. It's got beautiful scenery of the pools and the the the, the larger pool with the temple. The oh yeah, the ziggurat. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for your the dig site pool yes. is what it's called. The dig site pool, and then also it it's scenery celebrates uh, it it takes you out of florida almost when oh, yeah. you, wouldn't you say and you feel very desert southwestish yes as you start taking a walk around the path or take going for a jog you go from the grandestino tower which is very modern mm. and has Beautiful. influences of uh, all the artwork is influenced by Salvador Dali mm-hmm. and everything's very just beautiful and mm, modern and, yeah. and, and lots of colors. Then you run along the water and then as you head over towards the cabanas and the ranchos and the casitas, and the those casitas, are the different buildings that are not a part of the tower that actually have rooms there. Yeah. They incorporate, you know, different plants and rock formations to awesome. kind of transition from like the the yeah. aquatic Florida to kind of like you said desert Southwest, yeah. And then as you get even further back on that on that path, they have incorporate some wooden footbridges, mm-hmm. which are really nice, um, kind of like an architectural element that looks cool while you're running on it, yeah. And that kind of carries through to the three bridges. Um, bar and grill the restaurant that they have out in the middle of the lake the many bridges that meet that yeah uh restaurant which was just got some killer stuff and we'll be talking about that later in a, in a different episode i believe oh it's possible it's, if only one of us had taken pictures before we ate such delicious stuff well that's true so that is true yes sorry the sum total we may we may find a photo or two yeah somewhere we'll dig deep but you know (laughs) that i think the total distance around that that path is about 1.3 or 1.6 miles something like that so i i want to say 1.6 because as i recall two laps was a 5k so we were yeah i don't know if we took a picture of the sign I, we took a picture of a sign over at the Polynesian. Polynesian. Yeah. So that's okay. I, I can tell you, two two laps around there, we hit our 5K. Yeah. But there's also the possibility when you're running on a resort that you might get a special moment while you're there. And this yeah. is something that you we can't, we can't promise you is going to happen if you decide to take a run or take a vacation and, and go for a run. But... It, it could happen. They're doing a lot more of this here lately. We had a rendezvous with a character, and I was so excited that we ran into uh, G- Goofy. Yeah. It was so sweet. It was adorable. And he posed with us, although, you know, they're doing the social Distance, distancing thing. It was yes, physic- physically photo. distanced from us. But so you can tell that in the photo. But it was super cute, and you know they were very supportive. They, yeah. they knew what we were doing because we had yeah. our our, um, you our know, run gear on, and, and, and we actually had um, we had some of the metal chasers medals with us. Yes, because we were doing because, another five k. Yeah, we were trying to make the most of the scenery and the vistas and the stay there, and those were the ones we had at the time of the sighting. Well, if Disney would send us our medals, we would pose with them. I'm well, just saying. We will. I know. All in good time. They're, they're, like I said, they're always very good about it. I yeah. just really would like to have it now. I know. And in fact, it's funny. I, I go through it with coworkers. They all text me, hey, did you get your medals yet? Hey, did you get your medals yet? I know. Hey, I got my medals. You should go to the post office and check and see if you got your medals. It's this, this constant thing back and forth. Yeah. They're so. going to be great when they arrive, and we will show them off. Oh, absolutely. Very, but I enjoyed the character sighting. It was very unexpected. It put a smile on our faces. It was so, and the his handlers, as it were, were so good about taking a photo of us. Yes. Too. They absolutely were. Uh, shout out to them. Yeah. Um, again, just a wonderful way to, to add a little bit of a pixie moment. dust. Yeah. To your stay. A magical moment. And Disney is very good at that. Yeah. So that was the run. I mean, mm-hmm. we we basically, you know, it was a, it was a two-lap 
loop around yeah. the the resort. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's well lit at night. You're not going to believe this, but it's not hilly. It is not very hilly at all. Because <laughs> it's Florida, people. You know what I mean. Yeah, you know, there's a little bit of grade in a couple of spots, but nothing it's crazy. Not. It's not. It's not it, hilly. It, it's it's no. paved. It's lit. It's yeah. It, it's great. Um, we can't recommend running on the running paths at Disney enough. This one in particular. We've done it twice. Yeah. So we must like it. I love it. I love I love the running trails at the Disney resorts. And this one in particular, you know, we were just doing some light um, interval work, nothing crazy. No. This was this was really just kind of a light training run coming off of the travel. Yeah. And everything else. It was um, it was just a great way to end the the five K series. Yeah. And kind of end the 5K distance for me as a goal distance. So, uh, Disney, you did it again. Great series. I, I love the medals. Yes. This is a virtual series. I think our listeners, again, based on our experience so far, yeah. should consider if it comes around next year. Mm. What do you think? I think for people, it will depend on the theme of course sure but the themes that we've had in the past three years with marvel with honoring classic attractions at disney with lion king these were all ones that meant something to us yes so we couldn't pass them up no i i, I agree and even going back to the ones that uh, the, the first one that we did with the incredibles and if you can't travel to disney for some reason or another, then it's a great way to be able to bring Disney home. Yes. Run Disney home. So check that out. We're going to have a link to the Run Disney website. Sure. You'll be able to at least take a look at yeah. the series. You can't sign up for it anymore. It no. is closed at this point. But uh, keep your eye as you head into next summer Right. on this website. And we'll have the link to it in the show notes. Yay. But all that talk of running did make me very hungry. And fortunately, since we were on the Disney property, we had a place we could go to uh, to take care of that problem. Yes. Kona Cafe at the Polynesian Resort. Oh. All right. So. Talk about taking you elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about classic, you, you talked about classic Disney rides or uh-huh. Disney attractions. Yes. The Polynesian is one of the classic Disney resorts. Indeed. I mean, it's, some would argue it's kind of old school. Now, it is being refreshed currently. Oh, yes. But I think that that fascination in the Amer- you know, American mindset about, you know, the, the Polynesian islands mm. and, you know, Hawaii and, you know, that kind of, you know, South Pacific just island vacation. Life. Yeah. To me. And and there was just a period of time where that really captured America's imagination and mm-hmm. Disney encapsulated it and made it one of their luxury deluxe resorts. Oh yes. And it's just the property is beautiful. It's so well themed. And this restaurant is no exception. Oh, no, it is not. This is is on the second floor of the, what do they call it? The The Great Ceremonial House. Yes. So it's it's on the second floor of of the Great Ceremonial House. And it is kind of overlooking these big glass globes that are in in rope netting. And Mm -hmm. it's just gorgeous. I, I loved it. And... We we sat in a booth so that we could see out into the lobby and into and see all of the restaurant and see all of the food. I was going to say we were also scoping other people's food. Yes. Yes. So whenever they seat us at a half booth, half chair type situation, usually we'll sit together. Mm-hmm. And this just was facing out. So that we could scope out all of the delicious breakfast entrees and beverages. And we saw a ton. I mean, this place was 
rocking and rolling. It's a very popular breakfast spot mm-hmm. on property yeah. for people who are staying at the resort as well as people like us who just made a reservation and came to the resort for breakfast. I like that we can do that. Yes. On the property. We can make reservations and scope out other resorts and their food and beverage options. I think it gives you a great way to get a feel for a place and decide if you would want to stay there. Yes. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun and I think very useful because now I I now know, not just from what I've read and seen online, but from having walked through Mm -hmm. the property... Yeah, what I it think, would feel like. Yeah, I got the good vibe Yeah, on the place. And we watched all kinds of food coming out. I mean, oh. they their breakfast, just their, their standard breakfast platter, you know, eggs, bacon, sausage coming out. It looked good. And was enormous. Yeah. We decided to do our hot takes, if you will. Yes. On our entrees, our breakfast entrees and sides that we got at Kona Cafe. Okay, Runcation Nation, the food <laughs> has arrived oh here at the Kona Cafe. We are enjoying really what's an embarrassment of riches yes. with our food situation. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna start with the plant-based options because this is, um, you, you've still got some prep to do on, on I yours. Do. Oh, I do, I um, do. I ordered two of the plant-based options. Uh, they're the, the main and a side, and I'm gonna start with the side, which is steel-cut oatmeal. I mean, mm. it, it sounds, you know, like kind of crazy. You go, go out you know, someplace and you get oatmeal for breakfast, but honestly, what a great way to start the day. Oatmeal, you know, has plenty of carbs and protein. Mm-hmm. It's hearty. It sticks to your ribs. And they're making a plant-based preparation, which is very nice. So that way you know it's prepared with water. You know that it doesn't have any butter added to it. And if you're looking to stay plant-based, it's a great option to have. They also, they bring it out. You get a nice bowl of it. You know, and it's, it's prepped where it's a little on the drier side so it's a little less soupy Mm -hmm. do you like that i do i don't like i don't like it soupy no never never have no and you know they top it with diced apples and then they serve it with a side of brown sugar and a little i don't know if you'd call this like a, a little uh i i it's a tiny handheld pitcher full of uh almond milk Mm-hmm. So you keep it plant-based, and you can thin it out if you want to. Yeah. And I added a little bit of both to mine. You did. It's delicious. I mean, they do a great job. Um, still cut oatmeal for me. I, I love the, I love the texture. I love mm-hmm. the, the bite. Yeah. As opposed to like rolled oats that are, you know, just basically mush. Oh. This has a little bit of a toothsomeness, and you can actually feel the texture of the individual uh, oats that you're eating. So that's my plant-based side. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk mains. For the plant-based diner here, you actually have a really cool option. And this is their plant-based loco moco. And the plant-based loco moco uses the the just egg plant-based eggs that we've been talking about. They're basically made of mung bean which we have been so surprised mm-hmm. at how good they cook up. Really? And and really, you get the flavor and texture of scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're using the plant-based eggs, plant-based sausage, yeah. coconut milk, rice, and pico de gallo. So let's give this a taste and see what, what this is all about. How is everything tasting? So good. Thank you. All right, so we got coconut milk rice. Oh, yes. It's the co- the rice is delicious, perfectly cooked. Uh, this looks like they used a medium grain rice. Oh, and it's fluffy and. Their sausage, they made a it's a plant based sausage gravy is what they oh did. Oh my god. As opposed to um, like grounds mm-hmm. or or uh, patties. Honestly, this, I mean, it, basically when you look at the artwork, you can see it looks like a, a, you know, scrambled eggs on top of something. 
and that's the rice, the pile of rice with the sausage underneath. Oh. I'm gonna let Amy taste this, and you tell me if you can tell a how it tastes, and b if you can tell that's plant based. Oh my god, that's amazing! I would get this again just to get it again. The the, the sausage spice, the sage in that mm-hmm. is amazing. The, the eggs are fluffy. The rice is cooked perfectly. There's there's that. That sausage spice going all through and just that creamy consistency of that gravy. Or that that is ridiculous. Uh, oh my god, that is so good. That's an unsung hero of this place. Now you have stuff that's a little more popular. Yes. And it's kind of those one of those must-get type dishes. I do. So well what do you got? I got a side. Well, you started with sides. So. I do. I got a side of grits because you can't ever take the southern out of the girl. Absolutely. So I got uh, grits with smoked gouda. Oh. And I love that. I love the different that it's not cheddar. Mm. They're warm, creamy. Now that looks like a creamier grit than a, than yeah. uh, unlike my, my oatmeal, which is more mm-hmm. chunky. Mm-hmm. The smokiness from the cheese it is, but you can still, there's still the grit there. It's not as pronounced as like a stone mill type grit, mm-hmm. but you can still, you get the essence of the grit and the smokiness of the cheese and the creaminess is all there. Oh, it's so good. So, so good. <clears throat> and then, yes, I have spiced ham, which is spam. She got spiced ham side, and I think that's uh, hilarious that they they they've chosen to call spam spiced ham. Yeah, but, but it has grill marks on it. Yeah, they seared it on a grill. Mm-hmm. Now and I don't know that I've ever in my life seen you eat spam. Gosh, if I had, it's not been since I was a kid. My dad liked it a lot and had it sometimes, but. Uh, but yeah, I just, it's warm. A little bit of smoky flavor from the grill. Mm-hmm. It's a softer, you know how country ham or breakfast ham, traditionally, it's, um, it's thinner. This is a thicker cut in two pieces. And oh, that's easily a quarter inch thick, mm-hmm. each piece. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. It's a softer consistency ham. It's spam. I mean, it's it's, it's ground up and crushed and it's salty ham goodness. But I love that that, that you know, it's it's funny that they gave it a fancy name. Mm-hmm. But I love that they lean into the fact that the Polynesian islands have adopted mm-hmm. you know spam yeah. kind of into their culinary heritage mm-hmm. and culture. It's unique. So I had to get it. Normally, I, um, I get sausage, but. I mean, you uh, you own the sausage right there with your plant-based offering. But I, I, as my main, I got the Tonga Toast. And this is one that anytime you hear somebody talk about eating here, yeah. Tonga Toast comes up in the conversation. Mm. And from the looks of it, I can see why. Yeah, it's huge. First of all, it's huge. It's two pieces of French toast. Banana stuffed French toast rolled in cinnamon sugar and served with strawberry compote and your and your choice of the spiced ham bacon or sausage or regular ham yeah so and the, the strawberry compote i don't you you can't try this can you no mm, i wish you, could. you let me know how it is oh my god you know how you have a really great strawberry daiquiri uh-huh the base for that just imagine that, but it's a topping for, for your French toast. And warm. Mm-hmm. And the the syrup. It's maple. It's fabulous. It's sugary. It's, oh. <clears throat> in flavor, not in consistency. It's not right. grainy. So, and when I cut open the French toast, I mean, you can see there's the banana. Yeah, and these are thick pieces of French toast. These are probably each one is probably. I mean, three quarters to an inch thick. Yeah, it's. Um, and it looks like one giant like, slab of French toast with the way that they do it, but right, it's, it's like 
it's like a Texas toast size. Yes, that's a perfect way to put it. <laughs> and it, that bread looks a little, a little eggy, like yeah. it's a, a richer bread. It's not like they use Wonder Bread. So. I'm going to put a little bit of strawberry compote on there. Mm. Oh. oh my god. That's so good. Just. We've been waiting for this for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh. Mm. Mm. Well. Cinnamon sugar, warm toast, mm. the banana flavor. The banana is warm inside. I was going to ask you. Now this looks like you have a nice, crispy oh, exterior and oh. soft interior. Mm-hmm. But did the banana get warm? And you just answered that. Yes. It did. Oh my god. It's, it's like the banana is almost melted. Yeah. <clears throat> it's so good. It's, yeah. I mean, a, a person, it's, you're probably going to have leftovers. It's so huge. But I, you could easily split this with somebody. And oh, that's enormous. Yeah. It's delicious. It's um, like dessert for breakfast. Yeah. Does it live up to the hype of everybody who's talked about it online? Every Disney foodie blog, every... <laughs> every you know Disney group online the Tonga Toast comes up does this match the hype that you've been told it is delicious so am I happy yes I mm. she's now having it with syrup mm. it's also good that way I'm just saying uh, if you're a savory breakfast person, I think it would be too much for you. Okay. You know? And, like, yours would be more more a savory breakfast speed. Mm-hmm. But this is super delicious. I... It was worth the wait. Yeah? Yeah. So that tells me that it lives up to the hype. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so... It's great. I also hear the macadamia pancakes are to die for, but we just can't. I believe that those are on the table next to us. And that's a stack of three pancakes. And it looks amazing with the topping. So So, I think this place is definitely worth it if you come, if this is a destination that you come to for vacation. It's, if you like the Polynesian flavors and feel, you should come to Kona Cafe for a breakfast. Yeah, and, and even if you're not staying here, mm-hmm. let's make that clear. Yeah. You can still book, like, we're not staying here. No. You can, but you can book a reservation. Because I would have to drive save up over forever. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and come for your meal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. don't forget that just because you, you may not be staying at a particular location, that that location's restaurants are available to you. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about, you know, this is a pricier resort, but we can still indulge in the flavors here. So, and explore the resort and see if it's something that... You'd want to do. You'd want to do. And that's a good way to do that, too. Mm -hmm. Instead of you coming sight unseen, Mm -hmm. you know, come over, have a meal, take a walk around, check it out. For sure. Oh, yeah. The um, so good. But the food here... Guys, this is absolutely worth checking out. Mm. Um, I think that whether you're going to go plant-based or you're going to stick to the traditional menu, you've got amazing options. Yeah, I like. I really like the care that they took with your dish. I agree. And so happy that that is. We've seen more and more of that across the Disney property. This is better than I expected it to be. Mm. And I, I like. I, I'm not even exaggerating. Even if I weren't eating plant-based today. Yeah. Now knowing how good this is, mm-hmm. I might get it anyway because they don't have a non-plant-based loco moco on the menu. Ooh. So they don't. I don't believe so. No, I'm looking now. The only loco moco you can get is this one. 
Well, I would get it. Yeah. Totally. It's a great savory dish. Well. Kona Cafe yeah. is winning. Check it out. I'm, I'm dreaming of all of the fabulous breakfast options we had. I want them now here. You just want the other half of your Tonga toast. I know. That was the biggest brick of French toast I've ever seen in my life. Well, I and mean, I'm it not was saying stuffed. that like a, in, a, in a bad way. It was stuffed with banana, cinnamon. Oh my! I can't. I mean, well, you know, we talked about it. Oh so. yeah, and uh, th- we didn't. Spam. And we were actually considering. We were kicking around the idea. Let's get an order of the pancakes. And then we saw the order of the pancakes. Oh, come those out. are huge. Oh my gosh. Um, we couldn't have done it all. No, 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 no. no. We would have been passed out indefinitely. And I was so shocked at how good mine was. It was so good. I think that you. I wasn't overselling it. I would absolutely get that again, whether I'm eating plant based or not. That was so flavorful. The rice was flavorful. Well, you, yeah, I know. I know, I know we're rehashing it. Just, so so much so that since getting home, we've been trying to recreate, recreate it. it. Yeah, a not, bit here. not the Taga Toast, but the Locomoco. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you got to check this place out. If you can oh. get a reservation, you know, get on the app, start making the reservations, jump in there, check for cancellations, do mm-hmm. what you got to do. If you're looking for a breakfast spot on the Disney property. It's worth it. Get over there. It's worth it. But before we go on, we did want to take a moment to say thank you to everybody who has become part of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast, Runcation Nation family through Patreon. Your support has meant the absolute world to us and has allowed us to do things like improve our equipment, actually take some trips and offset costs for monthly hosting, and to do Mm. all of the things associated with running a podcast and that is due in no small part to the support of our patrons. Yes. I mean, it is, it has allowed us to improve and deliver you a great show into 2021 and beyond at patreon.com slash runny drink podcast. We have three different levels of monthly support, $2, $5 or $10 levels each with their own special perks. And we continue to add to that and will reveal new levels and new benefits coming very soon we keep teasing this i can't wait to see it myself i know i know but as they are patrons get a special thank you message from us when they initially become patrons insiders get a, a look behind the scenes access to exclusive video footage they have access to special interviews video formats released before they even hit the podcast feed and i can promise you with all this travel we've been doing the patrons have some great stuff coming Coming. so we're super excited i mean there's gonna be great stuff for everybody but there's some extra great stuff for the patrons as well our show will always be free but if you want more of the runny drink podcast that you know and love and you want to support the show long term Check us out at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. And for those of you that are in the Podbean ecosystem, just go right to the top of the Podbean app and click on the reward button at the top. You can see the same levels and the same uh, patronage levels right there. You don't have to leave leave the app at all. You can just keep everything right inside of Podbean. And again, guys, we cannot thank you enough for your continued support of the Runny Drink Podcast. Well, good morning, Runcation Nation. We are coming to you live from the Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, and we are inside of Kona Cafe. Let me just tell you, I feel like I hit the jackpot when I got the reservations at the restaurants that we've always wanted to try for this trip, which is our last run disney virtual 5k for the summer celebrating lion king you've certainly been working very hard at getting these reservations very hard i think she's burned more calories doing that than she's gonna burn on the 5k maybe i don't know i'm I'm definitely gonna ingest all the calories i spent for sure at breakfast at breakfast alone but uh, before we even get to the food, let's let's uh, go oh. ahead and talk about the drink here because we're yes. having some stuff that's uniquely 
unique offered here at Kona Cafe to the Polynesian Resort at Kona, Kona Cafe. And you are having specialty coffee. I am. You are. You've got now. the description right there. Well, so we have freshly brewed Joffrey's coffee, Hawaiian Kona. I don't even know how to pronounce. Marigogype? Anyway, pot. yeah. It's a press pot. It's, it's a French press full of actual Kona coffee. Yes. And Kona is very unique because it's grown in volcanic soil. Ooh. And it's very, um, it's, it's considered a premium bean. It's the, probably the most premium American-grown coffee that you can get. And what I liked when she brought it to the table, this press pot, is she said, how strong do you want it? Right. So that's just determining how long to let it steep. Right. So she let it go for an additional minute for us because we wanted it to get it stronger. Right. And when you look at the coffee, it is, I mean, it, it's a deep, rich chocolate brown color. It's got, you know, a little bit of a cloudiness to it because it's a French press. French press doesn't have a paper filter, which extracts a lot of the particulates and oil. oils. So like, it is because the, I see some of the oils on the top. You do. And it is, it's the best way to get the true flavor of a co- coffee bean. French press. French press. Mm. And I'm just doing a little sipping right here, a little... This has a mild acidic tartness. Yes. It is not very bitter, however, even though I'm having it black right now. Yeah, I don't get any kind of bitterness. I get just like a a darker coffee flavor. The the, the acidity is absolutely there. This is, I, I would say if you're, if you've never had Kona, this is a little bit tart, kind of like a Kenyan, if you've ever had a Kenyan double A, except it doesn't have the the almost wine-like notes of a Kenyan double A. So this is this is a little wine like uh, tannins, like a like a drier. Well, this has the, the uh, yes, but also with Kenyan, you kind of get like a almost the berry notes, mm. the flavor. Uh, this is a little more. I don't know, this leans a little more into the tartness and a little... Mm-hmm. It doesn't taste burnt, It has a, but it has like a mm-hmm. deeper, like you said, a deeper coffee, deeper coffee flavor. flavor. Richer. This is phenomenal. So... Now... Yeah. That's what I'm having. Yes. Yes. And uh, I'm having the Wasabi Bloody Mary. Wasabi Bloody Mary. This thing's coming. It came out in a hurricane glass. Yes, it came out in a hurricane glass. It's got uh, two olives here as the garnish. And so they're they're not dolling this up with a bunch of garnishes. Mm-hmm. I think it's not like bacon and shrimp. It's not like a meal as a garnish. Right. It's gonna. It, it, and you can see the spice in in the Bloody oh, Mary. Oh yeah, this thing like, looks. There's a deep. There's a deep red color. And then you can see this, the peppery specks, yeah. and you can also see the horseradish or uh, wasabi specks. You absolutely like can. So. And this thing is just—I mean, it's—it's it's a hearty-looking uh, Bloody Mary for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So. And the sip. The body of the tomato. The, the tomato juice is thicker. It's not chunky. It's smooth, but it's like a thicker tomato juice. Okay, so this is this is probably my, your guess would be probably a fresh made or house made uh, bloody mix. If not, I need to know where they get it. Okay. Because it's great, the flavor, and it's not. It, it, it tastes very fresh. And then it's it's wasabi is tickling the back of my throat, coming up a little through my nose, and it's uh, you know 
<clears throat> wasabi has more of a bite on the back end than the horseradish. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just, it's, but it still lets the tomato flavor come through. And a lot of people confuse or, or conflate the two. They're, they're related, but they're not the same. Wasabi and horseradish. Can you smell it? It smells great. I mean, that mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a bloody fan. I mean, this yeah, that is, is quite delightful. It's very um, unctuous. It's uh, um, it's full of flavor, savory. very savory, but it doesn't but the wasabi spice doesn't discount the tomato. It doesn't so they, overpower it. Right. So you're, it's not blowing your doors off. I didn't see you make a face like I did with that horseradish sauce we had in Alaska. Oh, yeah. So. Mm. So that tells, that, that tells me it's, it's either underpowered or balanced. I think and it's you're not, And you're not complaining about it being underpowered. And I'm getting, when I, when I sip it, I'm getting some of that fresh ground uh, pepper. So, nice. It's awesome. And the heat builds. Oh, so it has heat. Like heat. Yeah. Like the wasabi heat. Oh, the wasabi heat. Okay. The wasabi heat. You, you, it builds in the back of your throat if you have successive sips. Okay. But it's not a blow your doors off. I know it's not going to destroy my palate for the meal. So is this a drink you would get again? Yes. Nice. I would. It's delightful. I think it would go great with one of their savory entrees, like um, with that, like the humongous egg platter oh my that gosh. we have the, seen. The here. food we've seen walking out to these tables oh, God. is enormous portions mm-hmm. here and fresh, and I can't wait to get ours. Right. So, and it's good that we will be able to experience the plant-based and the non-plant-based for and, and, and be able to um, bring all that Kona has to offer, uh, including delicious coffee here in the beverages and uh, out, outstanding Bloody Mary here at Kona Cafe. I enjoyed that beverage so much. That looked amazing. Well, both beverages because the... You didn't take all the coffee for yourself. No, I did that share. That was very nice of you. I shared a little. That was very nice. No, I, lo- I love a Bloody Mary when I can look at it and see the, the spice. spice and see the, the horseradish, or in this case, the wasabi. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that looked so good. And the smell was, I was mean, good. It'll open your sinuses right up there. <laughs> so it was good. It was good, though, in a good way. I mean that in a good way. I do. So I would get it again. It was quite delightful. And your coffee was amazing. I am only sad that you could not try the Bloody Mary. I am too. Maybe next time. Yeah. You know, if I'm not on this on this challenge. But yeah. uh, so folks, if you are going to be heading to Disney, tell us where you're eating. Tell us what you're drinking. Exactly, and where to get it. Yeah, because we also want to know, you know, for all the times that we have mentioned Disney on this podcast, we have by no means exhausted all the options there. We mm-hmm. There are a lot of places we haven't been yet. Yeah, so we want to know where to go. Let us know. Info at runeatdrink.net. Info yes. at runeatdrink.net. Or give us a call, 941-677-2733. Leave us a voicemail. Tell us about your favorite spot for food and beverage on the Disney property. We would love to hear about it, and we'd love to share it with the rest of the Runcation Nation. I think we have some patron meetups coming where that information will be handy. Exactly. Yes. Well, that is another episode of the Running Ring Podcast in the can. 180 yeah. is in the rearview mirror. Yeah. We are getting ready for episode 181 and beyond. We are going to be getting ready this week, of course, for travel to the Smoky Mountains. Yes, and we have yet to recap Alaska. Yeah, so we have a lot still yet to come. And we have a very special virtual race coming up on the schedule that is in honor of one of our own from the Runcation Nation, Rob Nadow. So... We're going to have a link in the show notes for Rob's Memorial Virtual. Mm -hmm. 
And we hope that if you haven't signed up for it, that you will consider signing up. That is, of course, benefiting some of Rob's favorite charities, including St. Christopher's Truckers Relief Fund and Coke Trucking. Yes. So check that out. We'll have links in the show notes. Thank you all so much for joining us on your long run, your commute to work, cleaning the house, around the house, wherever you are. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe, stay well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.